You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back. So today's real crime story is about 52-year-old Kathy Sue Weaver. She moved to North Carolina to begin her career in banking. Then she decided to go into business for herself. She started a business and moved to Florida to live with her boyfriend, Mike. They had an on and off relationship for 15 years, but then their relationship began to deteriorate. So she moved out and got a place of her own. August 27th, 2001, in Orlando, Florida, Sue's house was set on fire. The firefighters find Sue dead in her bed. They determined the fire started in the bedroom. She was laying on top of the comforter, and she was naked. Her hands were tied behind her back, and her feet were tied. Her mouth was gagged. There was a 9-volt battery sitting on the counter, and the smoke detector was missing a 9-volt battery. Investigators talked to neighbors. A boy tells them that he saw her wearing her workout clothes while taking out the garbage that morning. Her friends tell investigators that she takes a yoga class every morning. The impression that I was left with is that um, it had been, I won't say a bitter breakup, but it was a significant one. She felt very betrayed, but I also got the impression he was not welcome in her house. If I had to put money one way or another, I'd bet on him. And I hate to do that because that's not right. My impression was that passerbys don't burn the house down after they rob somebody, so... I just felt that whoever did it had something to cover up, and I I really did get the impression that she was nervous about him and the breakup. And she left the yoga studio around 8.30 a.m., so she would have been home around 9 o'clock. Investigators received the autopsy report. Kathy Sue Weaver was beaten. She was hit in the head many times, that her skull was broken. Investigators think she was in the shower and her front door was unlocked. There was no smoke in her lungs, so she was already dead before the fire. Investigators find an envelope inside the front door. The police talk to Jeff. He's the one who dropped off the documents that morning. How did you know Sue Weaver, your business? uh, It was all a business relationship. She had actually found the house and asked me if I would, uh, since I was a real estate agent, if I would, uh, you know, set up the appointment to show her the house. And then, you know, through the process of selling the house, we became a little closer. I got to know her a little bit better at that point. And you've been in the house? Yes. Okay. A number of times. It was between 8.30 and 8.45. And I walked up and I didn't see, you know, I said, well, you know what? She works by herself. I, I didn't want to wake her up unnecessarily because it wasn't affordable. So I leaned it up against the door, the front door. You didn't smell like smoke at that time? No, I didn't. I didn't think anything. He didn't ring the bell to say maybe she was there or whatever. Did not ring the bell. He was the realtor of the residence she purchased. He tells the detective that he went to work right after he dropped off the documents. 
and investigators were able to confirm he was at work. Investigators learned that Sue recently broke up with her boyfriend, Mike. So the police talked to him. You had a long-term relationship with uh, Sue, is that right? That's correct. Apparently she just left, decided that she was going to move out. Yes, sir. When she left, was there animosity between the two of you? I had, I had some telephone conversations with another female, and she was upset about that. Were you having a relationship with her as she was suspected? No, sir. We keep in touch. I mean, she's married. She's got a couple of stepkids. It just, we talk. It wasn't any real fuss and fighting. It was just, you know, the, the breakup was not, it wasn't one of those nasty things. And I woke up around 5 o'clock or so. I got up and around the house for an hour or so and took a shower, did the things I normally do. Um, started to work about 8 o'clock. Probably got there between 8, 15, 8, 30. Who would have known that you were right here at your desk working if you have a secretary or somebody that, oh, it's, uh, it's just an open door. But people pass by all the time. Investigators also learned that somebody by the name of Daryl wrote Sue a bad check for around $400. So the investigators go and talk to him. How much did you owe her? What's in jail? Okay. Uh, have you sent her a, a check for any part of this $472 to, to make up for the bad check? We had it on our board to, to be done. And last time I spoke with her, actually talked to her, I told her that she's the first thing on our list. Did it come to a point where it was causing you some friction with her because of her calling you and trying to get the money? That never happened. Okay. It, wasn't, it didn't get to it ahead at all. Investigators find out that Sue was having trouble with her air conditioning. So they go and talk to the company that completed the work. The investigators learn that one of the guys who completed the work was a convicted sexual offender. And his name is Jeffrey Heffling. They have him in for questioning. Her name is Sue. She lives in a house over on Dr. Phillips. Do you know this lady? Oh, she don't look familiar. We're just wondering if maybe you had been to her house to do some air conditioning work, something like that. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't recognize the lady. This lady, Miss Weaver, was found dead in her house August 27th in the morning. And how did I get tied up in it? She was raped. I don't know if I'm supposed to speak to an attorney or something like this, because this is not right. Okay, it's uh, 1850. No, this is wrong. Jeffrey Heffling was on probation for sexual assault. The detectives talked to his girlfriend, and she agrees to record a phone call between her and Jeffrey Heffling. Hey. Been working. Oh, yeah. Positive I was with you. Without a doubt in your mind, you know that we were together. Yes, I know. Right. 
Do what you know, girl. You want to get all the cards out on the table? Then get all the cards out on the table. How could you live with a woman and then go rape somebody? How could you do that? Who gave you the right to do that? Nobody gave me the right. Okay. So did the sickness come back? No, the sickness didn't come back. It's what happens more if I don't want to hurt nobody. I have empathy towards people that think they know that. You love him? Investigators learn that the DNA found on Sue's body is a match to Jeffrey Huffling. He went back to her house six months after the work was completed to rape and kill her. Jeffrey Huffling was sentenced to life in prison. Sue Weaver's family started a nonprofit organization called the Sue Weaver Cause. And it was started to protect people in their homes when they're getting work done by a service professional. It requires a background check on any worker that comes in your home. That kind of stuff always freaked me out. Like, I was always nervous about stuff like that. If I'm home by myself, I don't feel comfortable having some stranger complete work in my house. I've always been like that. I don't like being alone with people I don't know, especially men, like whether it be a cable or the phone or any work around the house, I never feel comfortable being alone. And I always tell my husband, oh, could you, I'm going to make it on a, on a time that I know he's home because I don't feel comfortable being here alone. And I remember when my kids were little, like I still have little kids, but when they were younger, um, and they weren't in school, you know, they were home with me. So I didn't feel comfortable letting some stranger in the house when I'm home with my little kids. Like, no way. So, I mean, this is, this is awful that this happened to her. You know, she hired a worker from a company she trusted. And there was no background check done on this individual. And so she had a sex offender in her home, a convicted sex offender in her home. Like, that's BS. And I feel really bad for the family. And this organization, I think, was a great idea. And it's for a great cause. And Jeffrey Heflin is exactly where he needs to be. Beware of people you let in your home. Okay, people. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, that's crystal with a K, for some murder merch. I sell t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, tank tops, and masks. I sell merch that will get you the attention that you deserve. So start killing it with Crystal Kiss Murder Merch. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.